0: Good morning. It is Monday, October 21st at 7.47 a.m. Hope y'all had a good week. It's been a real busy week over here in the mission. I failed to mention last week that there was a pretty, I think a substantial earthquake. One that I could actually feel. And that was on, not Friday two days ago, but Friday nine, Friday nine days ago. And I was in my kitchen and I have all these vines in my ceiling. The ceiling is covered in uh, pothos vines and they all started shaking and I I thought it was a dog's tail upstairs, but... uh, just so you guys know, that was, I mean, everyone in SF already knows, but people outside of, of California do not know uh, that it was a 4.9. So I thought that was pretty wild. I'm still thinking about that. I was like, yeah, y'all shake some yuppies out of here because I'm ready for that. They are still lingering. You know, they are the dingleberry of the city. Um, as you, as you uh, guys all know. Um, case in point I went with Donal to uh, Cuisine of Nepal on mission and I had the lamb, spicy lamb curry and Donal had the chicken curry and hot tip for wine lovers out there, it's a good deal for wine so I mean the glasses are about ten dollars a glass and for ten dollars a glass they will give you a very generous pour so it's like you're getting two two glasses in one so I left I left there feeling good anyway there were some techizoidal mush heads there there were four of them and they were sitting near the door and the restaurant is very, it's narrow it's like a galley kind of until you get to the kitchen area and then it kind of spoons out so most of the people are seated in the galley section so they were at the front and that just wouldn't do for them and they eventually asked to move next to us (laughs) who knows why but I'm guessing maybe they didn't want to be near the door fair enough but you know Everything techies do annoy me, so if another if a regular person did it or if a family did it, I would have been fine with it. but because they did it, um it really bothered me so um they were you know gorging themselves noisily, blah blah blah, and then the owner um <clears throat> comes by and he's like, "Oh hey, is this does this seating work better for you guys and instead of saying, you know, just leaving it at yes, thanks." really appreciate it. They were like, you need a bigger place. You guys need a bigger restaurant. I'm like, uh, no, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Y'all gotta move. you gotta go back to fricking Idaho is what needs to happen. So yeah, the rest, the restaurants, the fine size, they just have to take up as much space as possible everywhere they go. And that was a little vignette. Of the whole, you know, techie experience. So yeah, they're still here. Still riding the electric skateboards. Tripping the electric skateboard fantastic, I guess. Um, So yeah, that's a real joy. Um, Yeah, I, I had only two decent meals this whole week. And usually food is a major priority for me. Because I've been working so much on my projects. Um, and I'm, I'm about to do that after I've had my coffee. Um, but yeah, I've basically sub- been subsisting on wine and cheese. <laughs> but, and it's a, it's a great... It's a great way to lose weight if you're not trying. If you're going to try to lose weight eating wine and cheese, then you'll fail. But if you... Are too busy and you're subsisting on it then you will win <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah i gotta do my squats after this put things back where they belong on my body and maybe i will have a good meal again today um so yeah i had that one and then uh on friday afternoon I met April for lunch at a, uh, we went to a Cambodian place. She picked me up from Daly City Bart, and we went to this Cambodian place in, I mean, not Cambodian, excuse me, Korean place. My apologies, a Korean place in um, Daly City. Now, I don't know if y'all ever have ever eaten in Daly City, but there's a lot of really great restaurants there. And um, it's kind of like an old school suburb to me. It reminds me a little bit of the 70s. And this particular Korean restaurant was very old school. Um, it was, you know, our favorite all-you-can-eat barbecue. And, you know, we, we just, like, we get to grill in. We grill up the whole damn thing. I will say they gave you really good portions. So we were able to get quite full on the first round. Um, they have their policy <laughs> photocopied out and laminated and put on the wall. Um, at each table, so you know exactly what to do, and the place is no frills, and, but it's very neat and tidy, and I loved the atmosphere. I kind of, I really like no frills restaurants that are clean, that have good lighting. The lighting, I think you can get away with having a really no frills place if you have good lighting. Um, so so that's really important. Um, they brought out about nine banchan, but they don't have lettuce there. So if you like if you like lettuce with your Korean barbecue, you can forget it. Um, so yeah, it's basically just mostly meat. I think if I were to be really honest, I would crave the Korean place in Japantown, BQ because you get cheese sauce and they give you a lot more vegetables. And for the same price, you can get seafood too. Um, So, but it, but the, but the meat was ex of excellent quality and everything. So, you know, I was hungry (laughs) or hangry, as they say. Some days I've spent all day hangry, but I'm too, too fricking busy. So I just eat a piece of cheese get my coffee together getting a little earlier start on that coffee today. I need it real bad. So on Thursday night, uh, me, Donnell, Amisha, we all loaded into a cab and we went down the bottom of the hill. And I hadn't been there and... Jesus, maybe over a year or something like that. And we went to hear Bridget sing. And it ended up being a really fun night. Of course, I had a dismal interaction with the door guy. He was IDing everybody because he had nothing better to do with his time. You know what? There, The average age of everyone there was like 45. I was probably... Me and Amisha were probably the youngest people there, okay? He was IDing everybody. I'm like, you goober. My ID is stuck, it's lodged in my wallet, so it's really hard to get it out. And usually people are like, yeah, you don't need to take it out. But guess who said I did? He did. And he's like, I can't see it, I can't see it. I was like, I know I look young, but come on. Do you think if I were 21 years old, I'd be coming here and hanging out with all these old geezers? talking to you. Come on now. So I finally got it out. And then you know, I have some tattoos on my hands. He insisted on grabbing my hand and trying to like I guess like play Tetris with the stamp thing. And the meanwhile, he had contact with my hand. And I was like, don't touch me, dude. So (laughs) I I don't know, I have an aversion to being touched by strangers. And especially after the song and dance he made me do too. You know, he wasn't gonna I didn't want him near me in the least. So that was <laughs> that was an ordeal that I that I got through. And then I ordered a Manhattan. There's a really nice lady bartender there who makes great Manhattans, and I hadn't had one in a really long time. So I had a nice Manhattan there was some horrible band playing at first that were just too fucking loud. One moment. That's an authentic coffee grinder. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we all went on the patio. Stacy met us there, and then Sean did. So, in between bands, everyone was out on the patio talking. It was it was quite a n- lovely night. And then when it was Bridget's turn to play, we all went inside to see her. And uh, she sounded amazing. It sounded like, kind of like, it reminded me of Coven or something. It was very late 60s, early 70s. There were hints of Nico, but definitely... The music was too sophisticated to be derived from Nico. You know what I mean? Um, But it was good, and I might have just been projecting that similarity. So, yeah. uh, Bridget was on the keys. And then there was Doug playing the electric guitar. And the guy who plays the drums all the time and all the bands. He's got kind of thin, whitish, blondish hair, red face. Um, he was playing the skinny one. He's playing the drums. Then Jamin was on sax. And then, I don't know the name of the lady who was playing the bass, but she was a really great bass player. So yeah, it was a good band of good musicians. I think I stayed, oh, I stayed like 3.5 hours. I had three Manhattans because the second Manhattan was weak and watered down. Um, It was made by a different bartender. He shook it. Um, And then the third round was real nice. (laughs) I was like, I'm going back to the lady. So yeah, second Manhattan almost didn't count. But I drank it. I'm not one of those people who's going to make someone make my drink over. Because if you're at this stage in the game and you're shaking a drink that shouldn't be shaken or shook, then you're probably not going to listen to me, you know? Or you're going to maybe spit in my drink or something. I don't know. Um, So, yeah, there's that. So, yeah, in the interim, in between the two good meals I had and going out, I've just been sewing, 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 shopping, shipping, Zelda's coming over today. She's going to ship with me. And yeah, it's been a joy. I obviously love sewing. I sometimes I wake up and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I don't have to have some, some boss telling me what to do. Um, or, I'm so glad I'm not in some paternalistic environment where I have to deal with a bunch of, you know, toxic masculinity. It's a thing. So, I, I wake up grateful. So, that feels really good. So even if it's a slow day, I'm like, well, it's, some days are slow, and I can accept that. You know, I don't have to look busy on a slow day, because in reality, I'm busy all the time, and I know that things will pick up, but yeah, every day's been busy. I'm thinking about hiring Zelda more than twice a week, and just having her do more stuff. So, there's that. I did find... However, I found some ephemera, and I'm going to read it for you. Uh, It belongs to, or belonged to, a girl named Samantha who lived in Seattle, and she probably still lives there. By now, she's a teenager. So I'm going to read the, she has like a diary that's for school, you know. Like a writing assignment so i have it open up to the essay titled halloween and it's dated 11 1, 12. so you know, the day after <coughs> here we go this halloween i went to two places to go trick-or-treating the first one was on pinnaman street and then went to concord i left the house at six sixteen to go trick-or-treating I returned home at 8.53. I made my own small candy shop because I had too much candy to fit into my candy box and I can't eat a lot of candy. When I returned home, I found out that no one went trick-or-treating at my house. I still wonder how much candy I got because I was so sleepy I forgot to change into pajamas, but I still remembered to brush my teeth. I went to two places because my bag was not even half full yet, It was only a quarter. My brother recorded DreamWorks Dragon Riders of Burke and my personal favorite Ninjago Masters of Spinsu just for some pieces of candy. And I still accepted the deal. And we did our part perfectly because recording is easy and getting candy was easy because it was Halloween. So cheek and cheek, every piece of candy is five cents, and this is my house. I dressed up as a witch, so no one asked me a question. Halloween is great. Wow. That was cute. I like how meticulous she is about time, time periods. Um, That is something that she and I have in common. All right, let me see if there's anything else. Oh yeah, so that is, there are... There's many more. She she has a, a composition book that's filled with fanciful drawings that I'm, that I'm treasuring. Uh, she also drew several pictures of an older relative, uh, Sally, age 60, <laughs> 60 plus. <laughs> They're really great. They're in several different styles of, uh, you know, of composition. I really like the watercolor one. And it's just of Sally's head. And underneath in big letters it says Sally. I love it. Um, but I also found a, an essay. I think that this might be from a high school student. And it's another writing assignment. It's not as well written as, as Samantha's. I'll give them that. Uh, this one is an extremely rough draft. So let's see how far I can get with it. I, I, rehearsed, I had to rehearse reading this one, and it didn't even help. Well, also, I rehearsed earlier in the week. Being a teacher, in my perspective, is a very difficult job. One of the hardest parts of this job is grading students' papers accurately. Should the teacher give a student student who works very hard an A when the work is below A level? Contrast in parentheses. I personally believe that if the teacher were to give a student an A, Who has worked really hard on a project when it was not up to par with that of the of a deserving a project okay that's a very long run-on sentence so i i don't think that this this person would get an a because that is a huge that sentence a paragraph long it would only hurt the student It doesn't really matter about effort when a teacher in college will grade the final product and not the amount of effort. If a student continually receives high grades for turning in mediocre project, then the student would have no need to try harder. On the other hand, a student that puts in a significant amount of work to just receive a low grade on a project might become discouraged. Unfortunately, the amount of effort (laughs) is the concern of the teacher when it comes to grading. Students must run the risk of becoming discouraged because it is necessary for them to produce better quality work. In conclusion, if I were a teacher, I would not grade based on effort. I would grade the work based on the quality of the finished product. Enabling and or sympathizing on students work helps no one. Asterisk enabling a student to produce inferior work will not help the student in the long run. All right. (laughs) That was a real doozy. That one was hard to get through. Um, Also, I think that they they need they there were some redundancies in in the paper. And this could have been consolidated into two paragraphs, so I really hope that they worked it out and turned not did not turn this in, but got an A. This is obviously a rough draft. So it's funny. Sometimes I wonder, like, I I am really glad I destroyed my diaries and my my writing for the most part on paper because I don't want someone to find it and read it on a podcast years later. Well, actually, I wouldn't mind if I didn't know. And depending on the particular the particular page, um, you know, maybe I wouldn't mind depending. Um, but I think it's so entertaining, though, to collect these, and I will continue to do so. And I will f- find another selection of Samantha's easy-to-read and enjoyable essays, which I think she's a much better writer. I enjoyed her her essay far more than the older students. All right, I've got to get to work. I've got to start on this project. I hope you guys have a great day, and thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.